Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now on Giddy Up, it's time for Trial Time with Dean Watling. Welcome back, Dino. Yeah, it's good to be back, Gareth. Massive week of trials. Um, plenty to chat about. And obviously, Imperatrice took the headlines this week with her trial or uh, lack of um, probably her performance at the trials. So keen to dissect it, plenty right. to get through. So let's, let's get on to it. Let's not muck around. What would you make of Imperatrice's trial? I know we had a quick chat about it on Monday when it was breaking and um, we were watching her trial while we were on air doing the Monday breakdown. You know, like Liz, Benny Gleason's been sensational from Tiaka, all right, regarding his comments and how he's been transparent and open to, like he's talked about her. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. After yeah. after after that trial, saying that like maybe the hot weather knocked her around a bit. Um, he said there at Racing Victoria's launch of the Autumn Carnival that she was the only horse that was really struggling um, with the heat on the Sunday and they needed, they actually went and bought her a fan. So whether that took out, took a little bit out of her. And then of course, when she's at home, um, um, that she might've not have put in, like she might've just thought it was a track gallop instead of a trial. So there's a few different scenarios that could have, explained her, her, her underwhelming type of trial there on, on, on Monday, but still like I'm concerned the heat took effect really, because if it's a hot day there at Flemington on Saturday, um, say on Saturday or Saturday week for the black caviar, do you want to be backing her? It's a, I don't know, Dino, I think she worried me a little bit. I don't know. What did you think? Yeah. Well, I think if we start with a trial, um, all in all, comparatively to a track gallop and to a trial before, I would say it's underwhelming, uh, exact same as you. Um, does that mean she's going to be poor this preparation? No, but if we just judge the trial on what the trial was, um, obviously it's around good horses, but yeah. she was sort of clicked up and she didn't respond like we probably wanted to respond. And it all comes into our mind, even subconsciously, we do think about her price. She's sort of $1.90 all in market for the Lightning Stakes. So that does come into your mind. Um, moving forward and as a punter we're all price related so she's four five six seven dollars in that market she's not uh, a six-time group one winner we're probably not too concerned but with her cv and with her price leading to the lightning stakes i think we are concerned and for me if she trialed superbly there um on monday i would be more than happy to probably chime in around that two dollar price but now Gareth, i think it's a complete sit out race first up and see what she does not potting her for the preparation anything like that but i think what the trial suggested to me is first up i'm more than happy to to grab a beer sit back and watch and see which horse we have back for the autumn carnival i think you make a good point too this would be her first preparation where she's fully stabled 
in Australia. Her, her last couple of preparations, yeah. she trolls over there and then comes over, Gareth. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. She'll be going back to New Zealand as well after her campaign this autumn. So I think she's only going to have three or four runs. So she, I think maybe only the three runs. Black Caviar Lightning into the William Reed. They miss the new market because she gets too much weight under handicap conditions and then the TJ Smith. So that's her, yeah. that's her, that's her schedule. And then she'll head back over to New Zealand to spell. Um, and I mentioned this with Mickey Gannon and Bren O'Brien on the debate this morning. Like it was a gut buster and a half that I think it was the run of mm. the, nearly the spring for mine, what she was able to do on the champion sprint on that last day at Flemington. Now they ran time and she did it at both ends whether that took a little bit out of her because they don't get too much of a spell in between campaigns, do they really? Like that's in the second week of November and she's going again in the middle part of February. So she, they only get a couple of weeks off after the spring. Yeah, they do. And it's uh, sometimes as punters, we can look at them as machines, Gareth, and just expect the horse that we saw in the spring to come back in the autumn. And how simple would that be? I yeah. think it's a, a common theme sometimes from the spring to the autumn. I think, We'll chat about it in a second, but I think um, another horse that's similar boats, Mr. Brightside, he had a very, very taxing spring and he's only had a sort of short break and he's back and comparatively to his trials in the spring, I thought his ones this time in were probably a little bit lackluster compared to the ones um, back there in his last campaign. So there's a lot of different factors for this preparation and that's probably why it's not just the trial. There's the um, spelling here in Australia, the, the heat, the different setup that has me a little bit concerned and it's all price uh, perspective too. So a dollar 90, do you want to chime into that first up yeah. off this? I would probably be sitting out and I okay. think uh, maybe a lot of punters would be off the back of that trial. It's a question. This is a, um, if Imperatree was really suffering from the heat the day prior, why did they go to a hot jump out where Mickey D said they wanted to give her a squeeze? Maybe they didn't think it would have had that much of an impact until after the trial. They won't risk a horse like that. And I don't think if they don't think she's right ahead of mm. a, a black caviar lightning stakes, they won't start her. So no, it's interesting to like from a racing perspective and a narrative leading into this black caviar lightning stakes, it makes it a lot more interesting now because if he, she tried like a bomb there on Monday, then it's everyone's like after what we saw in the spring, how mm. are they going to beat her? But now everyone thinks she may be, she may be vulnerable come that black caviar lightning stakes. So I reckon she'll start closer to $3 than $2.10 at the moment that she is with Bet365 in the all-in market. So it is going to be fascinating. Now, especially if it's a hot day, especially if it's mm. a hot day because um, it sounds we like... We know how racing works, Gareth. Yeah. It will it'll be a 40-degree heatwave day or something yeah. like that. You know what racing throws up there. Or it'll be the opposite. It'll be raining, cooling down. She'll be in pristine yeah. condition. We're all over-talked and over-hyped how bad a trial was and she'll come out and make us all look like... Um, mugs. Yeah, so passive aggressive Bella Nepotina, I'm unstoppable. All trial well, but they're good trialers anyway. And that same trial that Imperatrice competed in. Yep, uh, I'm unstoppable. Was really good. I know I potted his first trial, and that was purely oh, his trial was fine. But I suggested he'd probably come up short odds this preparation. I thought his trial was good. I still think he'll probably come up under the odds. Um, I just don't know how good this three-year-old crop is, but I'm excited to see him. Um, his trial was great, but he does always trial great. Uh, Bellinitina, pass mark, she was fine. And excited to see passive, aggressive back. I'm not yep. sure, first up, maybe to Sydney, Garth. I don't know if she's first up down there in Victoria, but um, Greenberg you know, always does a great job with her. And she's a mare that we can back first up with confidence. She always rockets first up, just needs a little bit um, 
of sting out of the ground to see her best. I think they're going towards an Adelaide campaign with passive aggressive to see if she can get a group one under her belt. So I think that, mm. that will be her main aim. This preparation, Mr. Brightside, you touched on him quickly. We'll, we'll analyze his, his jump out at Flemington. He was in heat one. Um, he gave them a start. I love the way that he ran through the line there, Dino. You disagree, however? Oh, I thought his work for the line was terrific. Um, I think we got to understand what horses are in the trial, what time they're running. Vervain was out in front, and she goes around in 1,100 metres. Uh, Rubiton, I think, this weekend, if my memory serves yeah. me right, against Zapateo. So you got Mr. Brightside, who's coming off a Cox Plate versus a horse who's first up 1,100 metres. So we have to take that into account. Face value, I thought he was a little bit playing compared to his trials in the spring. I was raving about his trials. I suggested that um, he'd come back better than ever, and I think we saw that. Um, but like you mentioned, a trial isn't just to the finish line. A trial to the finish line and then through the line for a horse that gets over yeah. sixteen to 2,000 metres is even more crucial. His work through the line was great. Is he going to be sharp enough to run up to his best 1,400 metres? Uh, we'll have to wait and see, but um, I think it was definitely a pass mark, but um, I maybe wanted to see a little bit more Gav coming off that taxing preparation. That's just in the back of my mind, but we know he's an absolute champion and um, can't wait to see him back at the races. All right, mate, we'll take a break. We'll come back and have a look at the, would you take a dollar 95 for him in an all stakes? No, I wouldn't. Okay. I would not be similar vein to Imperatrice. Gav. All right, then we'll take a break. We'll come back and have a look at the trials at Rose Hill there on Monday. And this is our Trial Time show with Dean Watling from DeanWatling.com. Dino, what about these Rose Hill trials on Monday? Heat one, we saw Linden Man. I thought he was impressive for Chris Waller. Yeah, he was really impressive. Um, I think we liked him in the spring, if I can remember, and he sort of had a couple of issues and didn't quite come up. But his trial was very impressive. He's got that lovely on-speed action that we love. Um, I think this time in, Gareth, some horses just don't come up in the spring for some reason. Or another, but I think this time in we can back Lindemann um, with confidence. Uh, Tractables in behind that progressive horse for Sarah Ryan, Arapaho, Serpentine, and Military Mission, as well as Osmo. So interesting to see Military Mission up and racing so soon. Obviously, he had a great campaign, finished off with a, a big win. Uh, I think it was at Mooney Valley, if my memory serves me right. So he's a stay with residual fitness. So taking out that trial, Gareth, I think he's won maybe first and second up that we've got to watch his was preparation he, as well. Did he take out the Zipping Classic military mission? I think he did. I think that's uh, that correct. Yep, yeah, group two. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. obviously he went around in the Herbert Power. He won that, ran 10th um, in a Melbourne Cup and then come out to win uh, the group two. Um, Sandown Classic. I think he won it by three lengths nearly correct. too, beating Bankers Choice and yeah. took Sessa. All right, then heat two, we, um, King of Sparta, Mumbai Muse, Gotcha, Private Eye, and Sardozzi. First of all, Private Eye, how does he think he trialed? Yep, super. I know okay. you're a little bit concerned about his trial, Gareth, but his stride was outstanding. Nash had him under a dead set vice grip, so I loved his work. That is Private Eye to a T at the trials. He can look like a superstar sometimes, but Joe doesn't often make his horses look good at the trials. He saves it for race day. Thought he was great. Um, so wherever he heads his preparation, I think he might be going to the Lightning first up. Correct. Yeah? That's that's right. Blake Shin's been booked to ride. Mm, well, that's a nice booking for that horse. He'd suit him perfectly. And he's a horse who runs really well fresh um, yeah. and tends to catch the eye fresh. So I'm uh, excited to see what he can do. He All might right. be one that comes out big odds. Sardozzi looks like she's going to be in for a big autumn. She looked 
I thought she hit the line strongly in that trial. I'd love to pick James's uh, mind, Gareth, and ask him who's the better horse or who is he more excited to see moving into the Autumn Carnivals, Zardozzi or Tom Kitten. We'll touch on Tom in a second, but um, both these horses look um, terrific. Zardozzi obviously took out the VLC Oaks. It was terrific. Probably should have won the Wakefield on that day. It was hard to make ground. So she could be the pin-up horse for Godolphin moving into the Spring Carnival. Definitely the filly um, as well as the in-circuit as well. Okay, then. So... Um, what about just quickly touch on Mumbai Muse and King of Sparta? Yep. I really hope Mumbai Muse doesn't run into Tis Invincible and learning to fly first up because I think we can get the chocolates with her first up wherever she goes. I think she come on brilliantly last prep. She like sort of learned to put herself into races and her trial was um, really, really strong. So hopefully uh, for the punter's sake, Michael Freeman places her well yeah. first up that we can chime in. King of Sparta was good. Um, he's on his road to Aquaca. So interesting to see what his campaign looks like. Um, so Zugotcha was great and Democracy Manifest um, finished last, but it was good too. What did you make of Vin Seeker and her trial behind Fashol, Golden Mile, Kovalika was also there, and Olympia? Yeah, well, it fit the narrative, didn't it? We saw Imperatrice trial a little bit lacklustre, and then a couple of hours later, we see In Secret come out and trial really, really well. She's not the greatest trialer, Gareth. She does the best work late, and that's exactly what she did. Um, hard held to the line. Zach Lloyd was in the saddle, but she was great. Um, all you want to see from Godolphin when we know they're good horses is just to tick the box. She did that. So did Golden Mile. He's a horse, interesting guy. I felt like he became a bit of a man last preparation. He led them up in all of his races. He strung a couple of good runs together. So if he's come back that half length or length better, I think he's a horse that we can keep an eye on. I was against him last spring, but he's really caught me off guard and sort of progressed um, or continued progress throughout his last couple of preparations. Who, who do you want to be backing the Eskimo Prince, Griff or Tom Kittens? Yeah, well, Tom Kitten, Gareth, this is what I love about racing. And we know James Cummings is a pattern trainer. Godolphin have won three of the last five Eskimo Princes, uh, Afkaben, Palele, Kementari. They've all won the race first up off the back of one trial. How many trials do you think Tom Kittens had leading into the Eskimo Prince this year? One trial. Yeah, you win the prize today, Gareth. So better it's a target for him. But over, over that trip? Yeah, it's a good debate. Uh, sometimes we see these 2,000-meter horses come back and their first run, they fly fresh. I don't know if they're leaning that way, but... Um, yeah. Tom Kitten's trial at Hawkesbury was exceptional. If you've got time to have a look at it, um, I would jump on and have a look at that Hawkesbury. It was last, um, I think it was last Thursday. So he was one that had a big asterisk on, which you'll see on the rundown sheet. Um, yeah. it, it might be a little bit of head versus heart set up here, Gareth, when the, the markets and the fields drop this week. I think barriers everything for him. Yeah. Um, but um, I love that they're targeting this first up for him. I, I think the, the stable have done it well and history is our best guide. I love these pattern trainers when they do this sort of setup. Shangri-La Express, um, how did he trial the second favourite or one of the, like I think his second or third line of betting with Bet365 for the Golden Slipper? Yep, it was good. Uh, what we've got to note, we've ordered out some bot is when they are pushed out, don't be too concerned. They use yeah. the trials to get them fit. We've got to add a length or two when they get to race day. I think we already know he's a good horse. I don't think he's there to do anything special. Um, there's nothing concerning about the trial. He's pushed you. I think the second horse, who's an unraced horse for Michael Friedman, enriched, okay. trialed up really, really well yes. beside it. So I think we get a great guide on that horse just purely because Shangri-La Express was in the hit out and President was really nice as well. So I think those three out of heat 11 over 900 metres, they're all three horses we can take moving forward. Hopefully, yeah. they don't run into each other. But um, yeah, big ticks for all, all of them. Right. We've got 20 seconds, Dino. Horses to follow from the trials that you want to be backing? 
Yep, one that we're going to take and note down, a horse by the name of Fly Fly, two separate words out of okay. the mare, Dawn Dawn. Um, put that in your black book. It will be yep. winning first up for the Hawks camp. Team Hawks, J4. Good on you, Dino. Catch up with you tomorrow for the weekend preview. Thanks, Legend.